about to enter a world of pain, suffering, and laughter. I love it. Here we are. Mike and Jeff here for uh, Worst Gig Ever. Welcome. Welcome, welcome everybody, to we, Worst Gig Ever. We have a great episode today. John Fine, an elder statesman of indie rock. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, John Fine from such bands as Bitch Magnets, Vinelands, touring guitars for Don Caballero. Coptic Light. Coptic Light. Uh, uh, and just a great man. Really yeah. funny. I would uh, say he, he's a legitimate great man. Um, yeah. Um, uh, and he tells some great stories. A lot of his stories involve, um, uh, touring overseas in Europe. He spent some time there recently with Bitch Magnet. He's going to get all into that in a second once we let him out of this closet. Uh, <laughs> oh, but I'm gonna, oh, classic. <laughs> I'm going to preface, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, John Fine interview with a little story of my own from when Oxford Collapse was touring in Europe, uh, in the, uh, winter of 2009. Nine, and we were playing a show in Ireland. Right, and it was fun. It was uh, we were playing. You know, Dublin. It wasn't Dublin. I think it was Galway. Okay. We had played like four shows in Ireland right. as part of this tour. Uh, it was put on by these like kids. It was in like this bar where we just played on the floor, and it was packed with kids. It was like some bank holiday weekend for our uh, European listeners. <laughs> uh, there were just kids all over the place. And played the show, and then some of the kids were going to put us up right. for the night. So we were like, great, this is great. So this one kid, we, he gets in the van with us. We go back to his apartment. He has a washing machine slash dryer in his house. I bum-rushed the thing, push, <laughs> right. literally pushed my other bandmates out of the way so I can stuff it full of my clothes, which haven't been washed in three weeks. Which is a dream at That's that great. point. Um, and so this guy lived with two girls. One of whom was a French girl, and then I, I guess the other one was an Irish girl. Right. Uh, and uh, the way that we were set up to sleep is that uh, the drummer, Dan, and I were sleeping in, like, a bed. Uh-huh. And then there was a cot, and our saxof- our part-time saxophonist slash driver slash all-around good guy <laughs> slash boss tone, uh, Mike Henry, <laughs> was... <laughs> Also in the room with us. So there were three of us in the room. Our bass player was in another room. And then a, kind of adjacent to this room we were sleeping in was a, uh, um, you know, a bathroom. Right. And you could see, almost see through the windows into the bathroom from our room. Uh, the guy, the Irish guy, he was cool. He was, you know, what I don't know what he was. The French girl was very like, like the French exchange student from Better Off Dead. Right. You know, very much like that. Whatever, I had a great night. I did laundry. It was fantastic. Cut to now the wee hours of the morning. I'm kind of, I'm awoken by this kind of grunting that I'm hearing coming from outside. Keep in mind that I have my bandmate sleeping right next to me and then (laughs) another bandmate in a cot, like at the foot of the bed. Right. And I'm just hearing this very passionate grunting going on. And I kind of like, you know, again, I'm not sure where I am. I'm in a strange house in a strange country. Uh, and I kind of look over and I see through the kind of frosted <laughs> bathroom glass that the Irish guy is having violent <laughs> sex with the French girl. Not passionate, violent. Violent sex with the French girl in the bathroom <laughs> of their apartment uh, at like... 7 a.m. Sure. Why wouldn't you when you have a full house of was, uh, people was, you don't I, know? It was definitely the right right thing to do. So I did. <laughs> I did the right thing to do. I, you know, I did the only thing that you're, you're going to do in that position. You masturbated all over myself. <laughs> uh, so with 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 that, I want to uh, welcome everyone listening to check out John Fine's fantastic uh, conversation. That uh, why am I just talking? <laughs> He's got the goods. (laughs) 
was sorry to say the sentence, but I was in San Francisco recently. That's not the worst part. But we were hanging out with these guys who, who actually go to Burning Man. Uh. So I mean, they're okay. You know, they're like relatively normal. But they, apparently, like, shockingly, there's a lot of nudity at Burning Man. What? Exactly. <laughs> But but apparently well, the, like, the, the, the biggest <laughs> fucking social faux pas, like something that's considered really gross is if you're wearing a shirt, but no pants and no underwear and they call that shirt cocking. <laughs> and like, I thought these guys were totally making it up, but I was just like, fuck you guys. I'm not buying this. And then I like Googled it and there's like these like sites about shirt cocking and how awful it is. I just so called like, another day at the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so do I. <laughs> like, I'll be walking around in the morning, like, you know, and I'll be, uh, I don't understand why this is so awful compared to all the other shit that goes on at Burning Man. Well, um, you don't understand the Burning Man vibe. I really don't understand the Burning Man vibe. Speaking of Burning Man, we are here in the green room, not Paul Provenza's show. Segway. With uh, uh, John Fine. John Fine, welcome. Hey, guys. Uh, John Fine from. Bitch magnet fame. Thank you. Uh, Vineland. And before that, Vineland. And uh, yeah. Coptic Lights. Coptic Lights. And for a couple months, Don Caballero as yes. a touring guitarist. Perfect. And other stuff that even fewer people have heard of than that. <laughs> can we call you an elder statesman at this point? You can definitely uh, call me elder. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Love rub it. it in, why don't you? You, <laughs> you 32-year-old whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are quite young. Uh, welcome <laughs> um, to the podcast. Uh, so... Uh, John Fine, just briefly, we went through your your oh, wonderful yeah. credit, your over, uh, 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 so uh, oh, just to let the audience know, so where'd you start? Uh, where were we born? All that? Oh Lord, I was born in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas, right. um, the uh, offspring of two New York Jews who ended up on an Air Force base <laughs> in Wichita Falls. That's, that's definitely the punchline. Oh, it was the punchline for them. My my mom my mom actually swears that uh, she met someone who asked where her horns were and like. <laughs> You know, I love my mom. She gave birth to me. She might be exaggerating a little bit. But I will say this. I went, I left, we moved to New Jersey where I actually grew up. Uh, we moved when I was a, an infant. Um, I went back to Wichita Falls. Um, I personally barely survived growing up in suburban New Jersey. <laughs> they would have murdered me 45 times in Wichita Falls. So Godspeed that you got out of there. Godspeed we got out of there. I don't uh, think my parents were really looking forward to hanging out. With your horn still on. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. It's that's, a horn. Well, you know, you're, you're, Thank you're, God I went bald to New York because like, you know, everyone's used to them here, basically. No, it's great because you're talking to two of the most Semitic uh, uh Podcast host. Well, this this guy is not. You, he right? He's got you the curly keep, hair. I know. You keep <laughs> trying to force it on me. I'm not <laughs> Jewish in the least. Well, I've I've got you know. But a, you're a very little shallow. You didn't yes. tell me. <laughs> you didn't tell me about the anti-Semitic yeah. co-host, dude. Oh, no. he's, he's the problem with the Jew. Uh, great. <laughs> started off strong. The problem with the Le Jew. That's the Le Jew. The Jew is I don't like Le Jew on my prime rib. Um, so <laughs> or Ajou. Oh, Jew. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you. Uh, so you're raised in New Jersey. Raised in New Jersey, and New um, Jersey is where the music happened. Dies. No. Um, actually, <laughs> I, I went to. Uh, I went to uh, Oberlin College, and that's where Bitch Magnet formed. Um, when when I was in New Jersey, um, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, and I'm not. I'm, it's going to may, may sound like a joke, but it's not. Um, it really didn't occur to all the bands in high school that you could actually write your own material. Like, right. like they, 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 you know, there, there'd be the heavy metal band, and they'd be covering Judas Priest, and they're like, "Yeah, and maybe we're going to write a song." It's like, uh, "Whoa, yeah. dude!" And and uh, I went to college where punk rock was sort of happening a little more. And, um, you know, there were bands and there were people around. And sure. um, voila. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, it's, you know, not to bring out that you are a little bit older. But I do think there is a time thing there. Like, I, I think bands at that time, like, didn't realize that concept. as like, you, you, you needed... like, even, I feel like oddly, even in, like, probably in the punk world, they were still like, well, no, we still do. Yeah. And oh wow! We like, well, and that's where the idea of, of 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 clueless relatives asking you when you say you play oh. music, covers or originals, yeah. <laughs> you write your own, <laughs> which is and then the which thing, always feels the really depressing. The heartbreaking thing is when they say that they're like, "I'm pulling out like the hippest card I got, right on the table," and you're just like, "Oh wow!" Covers. And then, yeah, and then inevitably, there, there's, there's like, you know, they're, they're like second cousin who's like does Springsteen covers. Yeah. Like, you guys should jam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we should totally They played yeah. a concert at a bar once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We should totally jam. Can't wait. Um, so the, I think the thing that's fascinating, though, about, um, uh, you know, when you started and, and, and the, 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 the I guess the, <laughs> <back> <laughs> it was in 1872. You 1922. Know that, according the to year this, of music started. According to this parchment here, um, 
No, the, the idea that, that, that you, you were very active in a time well before, or no, maybe not well before, but the, when the internet, well before computers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's Cars true, were just true, invented. But so, so, like the late 80s, early 90s. Absolutely. And I guess for the, the level of, of, of a band like Bitch Magnet, for where, where you got at the time, um, I'm fascinated by just kind of by that era and touring in those days. And like, right. you put the band together at Oberlin and then it moved yes. to, North Carolina, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially the mailing address was North Carolina. We finished it up in North Carolina. We were primarily active in college. It was about a year afterwards when we were, ooh, oh. and the dog is licking me. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> totally that means talking. he likes you. Shirt <laughs> All right. I'm yelping like a little girl. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Um, no. Um, yeah, so we're talking between 1986 and 1990. Um, and yes, there was no... I mean, basically, for only one of my actual bands, has there been an internet? It, it was quite yeah. unusual to start being able to email people. And so you're sure. de- you're dealing with a whole different slew of we had potential fax, problems. We had fax machines, yes. And I did. <laughs> so I mean, that's, there were lots like, of problems. Just to, to did you to, use dialers at all? <laughs> what is wait, wait, wait. What is yeah. a dialer? Oh, uh, I, the dialer you would hold up to a rotary phone. Yeah. Yeah. It would create the tone. Yes. Of, my, my, uh, and then it would allow you to somehow, it screwed up the machinery so you could get free So it's a purely oh, illegal. Oh, oh no. Oh, they, they, these are like blue boxes and like have right, phone freakers right, and stuff. Right, right. No, my brother had one of those that he could make credit card calls on, but legitimately, I don't right. think it occurred to him to actually. I mean, my dad had like the, the, the not illegal versions because he sold answering machines and the like. So we just had like those dialers around. But. Uh, yeah, like you know, pump. So are you are you secretly behind the whole you know British phone cell phone hacking you know because you can get, get to that right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, um, but, you keep, but you just get into my voicemail. Yes, exactly. Anyway, yes, <laughs> m- many many potential problems so, of a different nature. Yes. Um, okay, so what, what's uh, let's just delve right let's into do, those the early years right. when you're kind of when when the band when Bitch Magnet is 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 playing out and. I mean, you're talking about a completely different landscape, like yeah. mid to late '80s. Right. Uh, like, what what kind of issues are you guys encountering when you're playing shows? Well, I guess you know, for for starters, you know, you didn't exist at all unless you had like a record out. I mean, there, there was no other way for the word to get out. Um, so you know, you could go to a strange town, uh, and there would be. Shockingly minuscule audiences. Unlike in later years when you would have a record out and you would go to a small town and there'd be just like shockingly minuscule <laughs> <Yeah>. audiences. <laughs> exactly. But you know, but you, you, you would, you know, you would run in, you were running into people, um, who, you know, were asking you to play Wild Thing. I mean, maybe, maybe this still happens. I don't sure. know. Like, does uh, it people were, people uh, were requesting yeah, covers yes. at your show. Right. Yeah, they were. And like, Probably you know, and, 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 and Black Flag played Louie Louie so much. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Also, just because, like, here's how we make it end. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, and and we, you, our standard response was like, well, we don't know how to play that. Mm-hmm. And like, when they're asking how to play Wild Thing, and if they like politely say to the <laughs> drunk fifty year old guy, I don't know how to play it. Um, I guess uh, they believed us. Right. I guess they believed. Uh, we're and, not musicians. We're in a band. So let us just play yeah, that. There, there's a huge difference there. <laughs> we can barely play that. Yes. What what number fret? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Is that three to five? Yeah. Okay, I could figure that out. And so, uh, at this time, when you guys are first starting out, how are the tours coming together? Is this all phone, like letters, phone, like <laughs> pigeon? Yeah, it was phones, and um, uh, the 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 fax machine was a crucial bit of technology. So, oh, so the fax machine was a serious. Oh, oh dude, yeah. I mean, you you, you sure. I mean, you because you you could communicate a lot of information quickly. Right, it was cheaper. You didn't run up international. Um, you know, phone lines. You're really making me feel like I'm a thousand years old. I got it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll just and say on the throwing on top. Like, I mean, it's we know that technology just moves so honestly. It does move so fast. Like, I remember like when I just got my email. Like, and I was like, oh, this might help. Like, touring in a band. Like, being able cr- to talk to people for you know, <laughs> like quicker yeah. maybe. and without without making a phone call. Yes, I mean? yeah. which, it's which, crazy. And, and actually, weirdly. Um, long distance phone calls now, I mean, forget cell phones, but I mean, like, long distance phone calls now are really cheap and, like, they were right. actually expensive then. It was, yeah. like, kind of a buck a minute. Sure. So, yeah. It was um, terrible. Yeah. And we, we also, Bitch Magnet also, uh, we made a lot of phone calls at the college radio station's expense, which was a bit of a situation when I left school, but <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, you're guys. putting together yeah. a tour at school. Like, yeah. Or, like, you know, you're calling record. the European record yeah. label and chatting for 20 minutes. Sure. And, you know, then it's, it's $100, you know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, different times. Yes, exactly. So, so just pull one out of the recesses of your brain from that era to set the mood. I, I'm talking about a a, 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 worst, a, a worst gig. A worst gig. Um, well, I guess if you know, the, 
when when I first got in touch with Jeff, a couple came to mind immediately. I guess I'll start Gar oh, 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 that guy. Okay. <laughs> I thought this was like I'm pretty Jeff, sure the original drummer. Yeah, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> and um, I guess together. I guess for starters, you know, the the earliest one I could think of, this was um in the days when you did not have a record and you so therefore you didn't exist. And um through a variety of complicated reasons, we were um this is the summer of nineteen eighty seven and we were in Atlanta, Georgia. And um we were practicing in this loft space in what was then a kind of sketchy part of downtown. I'm sure now lofts are $2 million there. <laughs> um, uh, an air condition, which is a bit of an issue in Atlanta in the summer. Right. Uh, but yeah, there was a nice guy who let us practice there you know, for free or for some nominal amount. And he would occasionally do shows. So like, you know, we were going to play a show. We were going to play a show <laughs> in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, even though we didn't have a record out. And you know, we're like, we're running around town putting flyers up. And um, we were playing with a really hard band called Rotten Gimmick, who apparently had something of a following because a few people showed up. Check um, out their gimmick. What was their gimmick? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were, they they were, were a terrible band. They were a terrible <laughs> they were band. Rotten. And they, 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 did, they, they did originals. And um, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one of those bands where, like, you know, they wanted to be punk rock, but you could tell the singer was kind of splitting off because he had, like, the one sensitive song that he made every... Right. He made the band play it even though they hated it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to them. Um, they, but it's not a loss that no one knows. Mm. Right, if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, they opened for us, um, which was a problem because at a certain point in our set, um, everybody left. Mm -hmm. And like, we all have a story where everybody left the club, sure, but you know, there's still sure. like the guy asleep on the bar stool and the owners <laughs> milling around and the sound guys there. And when I say everyone left, I mean, everybody <laughs> left. The owner left. Everybody in the other band left. All their friends left. And I, there was a dog, and I'm pretty sure the dog left, too. And not only that, I mean, like, it was, it was a loft that was, like, two flights up. So it took some, do, it took some thought and doing to leave. So, you know, we're, like, four songs in, and we kind of look at each other, and we're, like, I, I guess it, this is, you know, a practice. And, uh, right. and you know, for it, it kind of is a, a little worse gig ever-ish, but I don't remember having that bad a time. And we, sure. We probably got paid, like, 27 bucks. We went to Krispy Kreme and right. ate them hot. That, that was when Krispy Kreme was a novelty. Yeah, yeah that, this was a really big So it wasn't. Like Dreaming one of those four song sets, you treated it as if no, we, oh, we, we were like, we're, we're, I mean, we're like, we're here, we're here so let's practice. And right. I mean, it, we were young enough at that point. And like, how we, many songs in did you realize? Oh, probably. I mean, well, you could you could see them live. All right. I mean, you know, it was it was. I mean, you could just like there they go. <laughs> Turn and the lights on. There's, there's kind of a big just like you know, there's like the polite two songs, and everyone's right. just kind of like boom, sure, know, including the dog. A dog named Sid. Yes. Were you on tour during that, or were you? No, we were... we were we we our drummer was going to uh, Atlanta that summer, and being sophomores in college and lacking anything else to do, we decided we would too, and we worked. Uh, um, the bass player Su Young and I worked on a landscaping crew for five bucks an hour with a bunch of ex-cons. Um, wow. Some of whom would like not show up to work the next day and then like the foreman who was an ex-con himself would be like, yeah, um, yeah, Ray and Perry aren't going to be coming back. Um, like, and it turns out they, they, they both tried to steal like their neighbor's boat and got caught or something like that. And it was just, yeah, it was uh, educational. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's that's a it. terrible job to this. support. I mean, that's that's one of the things that we're we're looking for is, is I, I honest, the stuff I honestly done I honestly remember money. thinking that five dollars an hour cash every day was really great. I yeah, mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, you know. I sure, but I, I, I remember our rent there was like a hundred fifty. Well, that's a the thing under the table. In 1936, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, that's seven hundred dollars a week. Um and. Another thing that 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 fascinates me from this time is what if you have a, a what if your van breaks down? Oh, what happened when your van? Oh wow! Oh, that sucked. Yeah. Time. So all right. So um, you know, you would have to you'd have to get to a payphone, right. or you'd have to get a cop involved. Um, and I think I had a car breakdown at least a couple times, and there was and you know one time it was like the cop like runs and gets somebody, and and you're okay, but um. Yeah, I mean, you, you could you could be totally fucked, basically. Right. Um, and then you have to call the promoter. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, it becomes this whole thing, yeah. and like hopefully. Um, but I, I think we never. Uh, we never had people the here waiting down. for you. I don't know. <laughs> I think just uh, if you guys can just get here as soon as you can. And by the way, that deposit on the show that I that I <laughs> that I wired to your bank account. Can I please get that back? Yeah. But I, I don't know that. I mean, with the other worst shows, I mean, I was. You know, there's a series of shows where I broke guitars. Mm -hmm. um, Accidentally, this and is in Bitch Magnet. Uh, yes, they were all in Bitch okay. Magnet, actually. And I'm assuming Three. at this point you don't have multiple guitars to spare. Well, well, one of them, 
one of them was awful just because we were in um we were in the middle of germany and we'd already had this was the last bitch magnet tour and the second night of the tour we had all of our gear ripped off pretty much <laughs> um it turns out it's not a good idea to park a van in 1990 in brighton you know right. and i, I, uh, I don't yeah, know how I this didn't occur it's not a good idea it's, right now it, it, too it, it, uh don't do it, it was, in brighton don't do it in Manchester. oh no i'm sorry i, I think it was i'm sorry brixton the brixton, brixton section brixton. oh yeah of course it's yeah. not good either. it's so probably a race so probably riot involving the van <laughs> yeah. at some point just, then too. I, I mean it didn't it didn't occur to us we also had yeah. cash in the van it was bad second night of the door so all right so i had to go and buy a like a guitar very quickly that uh-huh. I could quasi afford, sure. like which meant that something I could put on my credit card and like like not break through the limit I had on it, <laughs> which turned out to be an old SG that I really didn't like. Uh-huh. And um, after one sh- after one show, like you know, you'd, I would get excited and like sort of like fling the guitar around a little bit at the end. And um, after one show, I went to take the guitar out of the um, case and I saw that the nut was busted off. So I was like, oh shit, the nut's loose. I don't know what the hell's going on with this. <laughs> and we went to a guitar repair shop. Um, in that town, and the guy said, "Well, um, the reason why your nut is coming off is because you cracked the neck." Well, I was like, "How Just did I do that? That didn't even happen!" Like, I didn't, I, if, like he was—he was able to repair it. Um, I had this amazing, ridiculous, like, like pointy metal guitar. After that, it was called a, uh, it was like a Hofner or a Honer, right? Standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. standard lead. So yeah. we called it a Saint lead. It, it wasn't awful. Yeah. And like that, I, the guy fixed the guitar well enough that you couldn't tell. There's a crack in the neck, and I sold it at the end of the tour to some guy in Holland. I think. But so, so you've, you're starting the tour, the, the final bitch magnet tour, yeah. off on this wobbly foot because yes. your van has already been and the drummer into. and the drummer isn't working out, and it, and he's likes to drink. It truly like wow, like Jeff knows all about that. <laughs> so then is that, and then your guitar yes breaks the, yeah. for, the, for the, the first show you play it right. Well, no, I mean, it was it was it was a couple of shows. I can't even remember. It was um that 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 was just generally about now. Was, I re- oh, sorry, go, go ahead. I was just gonna say I hey I was I was remembering when Orchid was on tour with the Red Scare and watching the Red Scare play and uh, Abby the bass player played a aluminum neck uh, Travis Beam. Wow, um, and she was freaking out and got angry and like slammed it. And you just, you could, if you watched, you probably could have seen it. it just cracked completely down the entire neck. The like aluminum one, neck cracked. Yeah. Uh, but somehow oh. Matt Hall, the amazing drummer uh, who makes aluminum guitars now, duct taped it together because they still had like a week to go. That and is, that's rock. Because I'm thinking like you, you can't take it to a guitar shop. You got to take, right. like, take it to like that a, a, a welder. You know, like a that. smelter well, somewhere. Let, let me ask you guys this then before just before I was going to get the last thing. The backup guitar. Right. Oh. Like, dude, I mean, I, I had always brought a backup. I always yeah, tried to hide it, though. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I, well, you, you know, know. bitch I was in particular. Player, so I, had, I didn't bother with yeah. the backup. That's, you have the, you have yeah, the, yeah, that's really a feature. Because the yes. backup's in the soft <laughs> I know, I gig bag. It's so <laughs> many. I, I, like, all the early bitch magnets before I had a second one, we used to break so many strings on stage and have to change it and it would right. take me five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah. I was, I was very upfront about it. It's a necessary. It is. It's like wearing, like, like, now I have to wear, like, those nerd, you know, straps. Froggies. Croakies. Croakies, thank you. Froggies. Froggies. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you wear the budget froggies. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they don't hold up as well. They look they terrible, they, but I love them. But they, they <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfroggy. We got some three-dog <laughs> night. We got some three-dog. Yeah, um, on classic. <laughs> so was, did this final tour yeah. contribute to the, the end of the band? Well, we pretty much knew that it wasn't, it wasn't working out with this new drummer. And mm-hmm. um, that was, uh, you know, we, we, we did a U.S. tour, which went sort of okay. Right. But we came back and we did the books and we realized we'd lost like $50 somehow. And yeah. um, the bass player was like... That's when you really feel like you fucked up. Like when it's like was, such I, I a like, small weird amount. This. And how it's did, like, wait, this? where did we like, go wrong? Like, like there, there, there was one minor 50. van repair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how do we... Like, you know, we got paid at the shows. Right. It looked okay. Um, so, yeah, the bass player called a uh, called a meeting a week later. He's like, I'm going back to school. And the drummer's like, I'm going back to Michigan. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not sticking around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, then we, um, you know, reunited, uh, last year, which gave me the opportunity to, um, inadvertently break another guitar on stage, which in reality was honestly at this advanced age, probably the worst and most humiliating gig I've played in my entire life. A re- this is a reunited. This was, really? uh, this was in Tokyo last November. Um, and, uh, no, wait, wait, just to, just yes. to set the scene though, you're reuniting. This is now 
21 years after 21 years Russia. later. Wow. So our records get reissued by a temporary residence, uh, temporaryresidence.com. Yes. Great, um, great. Sponsor. Great label. Um, great, great, uh, great reissue. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Of three records, right? You had three uh, it's, it's, and then... It's, it's a three record. Right. It's a limited edition, three vinyl thing. Ben There's Hur. also three CDs. Uh, Ben-Hur is the last album. Yeah. Umber is the middle album. Right. And Star Booty is the um, kind of, you know, slightly special, shall we say, um, <laughs> We all original child, you know, yes. um, that we love anyway. Yes, bro, it's exactly. We've it, all it, got to, but sometimes it definitely sounds special. at point four. So. It, it definitely sounds special. <laughs> so, okay, so you, you're reuniting after 21 years. And, and now so we do two shows. The first shows we play, well, we, we get asked to reunite. Um, what what tests it off is we get asked to reunite by all tomorrow's parties. And mm-hmm. that, like, that, that was enough to kind of make it all happen. But, um, uh, for a variety of reasons, among them, the bass player Siung lives in Singapore. We started out with two shows in Asia in November of last year, mm-hmm. one in um, Seoul and one in uh, Tokyo. Um, now, what had happened was on the flight over, I didn't know this is a, pro- a thing, but it's apparently it's a thing. Um, if you don't have a real finicky kind of case, even if you detune your guitar, which you're supposed to do before you sure, put it on right. the plane, um, your neck can get out of whack. Mm-hmm. And it, my, the next on my two guitars were kind of out of whack in Korea, and then they were like really badly out of whack in Tokyo. So the entire, after soundcheck, I knew I had to like basically disassemble and reassemble the guitars. I was trying desperately to figure out a way that they weren't wildly going wildly out of tune all over the neck. Um, didn't really fix them. So I kind of go into the show and like, t- I've personally played Tokyo. This is like the fourth time I was playing. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a big problem. Mm-hmm. People actually came to see us, like the clubs filling up and just like, well, this could be really bad. And right. I get on stage um, and we start to playing and a tuning is a huge problem. B, um, halfway through the first song, my guitar strap breaks. Oh. So I'm on the oh. ground and. Yeah, I get th- those strap locks, bruh. Yeah, well, <laughs> it never happened before. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the really tragic thing was that, um, we're playing at this lovely show, lovely club in Tokyo called the uh, Onest, and there's, um, a really helpful woman who's doing stage sound and she kind of comes over and starts like I'm on the ground playing the song mm-hmm. and she comes over and she starts putting like trying to put the strap on and like kind of maneuver me to put the strap on so uh-huh. immediately I'm thinking Nigel Tufnell like <laughs> yeah, profoundly humiliating <laughs> yes. profoundly humiliating I get back up you know finish the song strap breaks again she does the same thing then the amp starts cutting out no wait let me ask you yes. about the strap did the strap break or did the, the screw sorry, yeah. come out of the, the guitar it, it, it came undone off the guitar okay, it, okay. and like it, it's it's one of those it's a weird mutant I'm, I'm like making a, a for the listener yeah for the listener <laughs> yeah. I'm making I'm making a, if you just make it closer to the mic I'm, I'm gonna hold it up to the mic imagine an Eisenhower silver dollar that's how big the strap buttons are I don't know how the the, the 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 strap kept falling off. So the strap is falling off. She's like putting it back on for me. Then the amp starts cutting out because the speaker cable is popping out. Um, she keeps trying to like turn off and the turn the amp on and turn it off. And I'm trying to explain to her that it's actually the speaker cabinet that's the problem. She doesn't speak English very well. Uh-huh. I'm getting a little curt with her, and I'm feeling like an asshole. And so it's just a really bad night. And the guitars are going wildly out of tune. And so we play. I apologize to the guys. We, we finish the set. We get called back for an encore. We do an encore. I stagger through it. I put the guitar down on the guitar stand and I walk backstage. And I notice that people are kind of looking at the stage kind of strangely. And the guy who puts on the shirt runs back and he's like, um, John, um, think there's a problem with the guitar. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I look and the guitar has fallen off of the, um, the uh, guitar stand and is like, face down on the uh, stage with a giant split going down the middle oh, of the headstock. Uh, yeah. So it's like the kind of thing where three of the tuning pegs are just kind of hanging off by this, like like a, like a toothpick of wood. Right. And at this point, I can't even really get upset. So I'm kind of looking at it. You played so hard, you literally broke your guitar. No, I put it <laughs> I put it down incorrectly right. on the guitar. so stuff. hard. And like, and I, so I'm That's looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and um, there, there's a bar connected to the... Um, uh, um, club where everyone goes afterwards and I just think what the fuck and I go there I take the guitar I go there I kind of wave it around in the air a little bit and I just smash it into a million pieces <laughs> which it turns out people really like it when you do Our that people. and they get really excited and like it broke really easily but you know it was the one thing I could do to kind of salvage the situation right. the guitar was gone anyway I thought I'd make a spectacle of it but you know it's one thing when people come up to you after your show and they say like wow that was great mm-hmm. and it's another thing where they come up to you and they say like yeah, I didn't really dig that. But it's another thing entirely where they come up to you and they're kind of like, they have a sad look on their face and they're shaking your, their head and they kind of pat you on the back and you're right. like, 
wow, dude, dude, I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. And so uh, I, I will have to nominate uh, November 8th, uh, 2011, Shibuya Onest, worst gig ever. That's oh, pretty wow. bad. Yeah. It was bad. Especially as, like, you're, you're X number of years into your career playing music. The re- it's a, Career. You know, a, a reunited, <laughs> <laughs> All right. a reunited show. Of, of, yeah. you know, there's, there's history with the band and there's everybody's excited. There and, yeah. and, and, and you suck. And like every, and literally every possible thing goes wrong. And um, on a personal level, like you know, when I was really young and when Bitch Mine was first starting, I was notorious for having really bad equipment problems. Uh-huh. And um, there was one guy in the at that club that night in Tokyo who hadn't seen us since those days. And he came up to me afterwards. He was like, "I oh, don't worry about it. You know, it wouldn't be a bitch magnitude if there weren't really bad equipment problems." <laughs> and I was just like, "No, you don't understand. Like, I'm not that you guy." You always know for getting everything wrong. Part of the don't legacy. Worry about it. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been you guys if it didn't suck really bad somehow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so how long did how long did you guys tour? Just to go back to that uh, before you broke up and then the reunion. Um, we were banned for four years. I'd say there was about two years of touring. You know, okay. well, well, maybe more. I and mean, this you was know, mostly in co- almost all, in college. almost all in college. And you would do on break, or yeah, we, we'd have to yeah. do it on break. Like we we had it kind of worked out. Like you know, by the time we had a record out, um, you know, do like Boston, New York, right. like maybe maybe something out. You're just swinging back to Ohio. We were going to school in Ohio, right? Um, and once we left college, there were like much more larger scale tours. There were two six week tours of Europe. There was a month long tour of um, America, but um, then we broke up and right. no more tours. Uh, tours on your own or with uh, openers? Ge- um, you know, generally pretty much on our right. own. Um, you know, like you would occasionally hook on with other bands, but ne- never for more than a couple of shows. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anyone of interest we played with, but they're, they're like names like from the great first generation, like the Cosmic Psychos, who are, you know, yep, sure, and yeah. Gumball. And, big, that uh, would be big. Actually, I was, uh, Jeff will probably get a kick out of this, but uh, Negazione. <laughs> From Italy. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And they, they're wow. kind of like super positive metal days. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they were touring on an album called 100%. That's um, great. Yeah. That's it was, was kind of... <laughs> Those they, are the ones you hope out for. Like, it's just like, you know, the weird bill where you're like, all right. Great. Well, I was, Finally. I, was I, I, I actually had their first record. That would be uh, <laughs> the, the, the Spirito Continua, Italian hardcore. They'd, they'd one really ferocious song on it, but um, they... they Kept getting pissed off that I kept asking for songs off that record. So, <laughs> so, so then, post Bitch Magnet, mm-hmm. uh, bring us, bring us through. Uh, Bitch yeah. Magnet breaks up at. Oh, the you end got of, a slight MTV hit too, right? Kind of. Well, where okay, they played well, your video. The, Bitch, Bitch Magnet had a video played on 120, 120 minutes, minutes once, um, which I believe yeah, big hit. That 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 was when at the end of 120 minutes they might play like two kind of weird right. songs. Like Dave Dave Kendall would be obviously baked out of his mind. And, right. He would say something, or it was that British guy? I think it was the annoying British guy, Louis uh, Largent. Louis Largent? No, that was the uh, American. Who, no, yeah, uh, Dave Kendall was the British guy. Yeah. He was the annoying yes. British guy. Yeah, then it was Dave Kendall. I and it was it was way pin right. Matt Pinback uh, or Pinhead or <laughs> Pin 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 Wearer. Pinfield, yes, you know. Did a show with him. Once. Nice guy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Some, well, he, 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 he talked about the Beatles. He likes music. Um, so he actually, Matt Pinfield introduced. But I, I don't like the Beatles. I'm, I'm willing to say. Serious. <laughs> no, Matt Pinfield introduced a show that we play. We were opening for the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh uh, yeah, at, Whoa, uh, yeah, at um, uh, Webster Hall, and uh-huh. Matt Pinfield came out after we had played. <laughs> didn't did introduce you? No, guys? no, he's like, fuck those guys. Come on up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that bullshit's over. <laughs> uh, so, Maybe, let me make sure my bowling <laughs> Very nice guy. My head is raised. I'm sure he's really nice. Very nice. I, I just realized I can't make fun of him for being bald because I'm bald. <laughs> um, so after Bitch Magnet um, started Vineland, that that went on for about four years in New York, right. uh, 92 to 96. Um, really brief stint in Don Caballero in like 1999, and Coptic Light started up in no. Uh, e- Coptic Light was late 2000 through 2005. Tell tell us about um, being in Vineland in like the mid '90s in New York. I think you know there. I think there were going to be a large percentage of our listeners are based in New York. We would out we of assume. the two people. That, yeah. yeah. Um, so like <laughs> you got you guys that are here. Guy is <laughs> you me. Hey, uh, Mr. Cool. Lemony. Loves <laughs> the show. Um, so what like what what was the the what was going on then? Like playing shows back then and just New York in a in a uh, Dinkins era. Dinkins era New York. Yes. <laughs> uh, pre, pre, PG. Pre Bring Giuliani. us back. 
Um, mostly I remember, like, I was, you know, be, being a proper, like, you know, metal nerd who didn't want to be in a metal band or, mm-hmm. or like, like, like sort of metal, like, sure. sort, like sort of metal. Um, you know, I was interested in the bands that I liked, um, were like, you know, playing in odd time signatures and like being kind of aggressive and playing down the vocals. And my main memory, um, unfortunately is that like the indie pop thing just kept getting bigger and bigger yeah. and it just swallowed New York Hall. And I just remember being really like just rather pissed off about it. Like going to see bands like Small Factory come down from Providence yeah. and people would seem to like them. And I, I just was just perplexed really, yeah that, that that's the polite way of putting it <laughs> yeah. and also i just wanted to kind of get on stage and hit them uh, sure <laughs> I'm, I'm just like i'm just principal I'm yeah just, it, it just helps it. you to get angrier yeah um. so i so i mean um i'm trying to think like uh chavez was around then there was a band called wider um that i really really liked mm-hmm. I, I thought they were really interesting they never none of their stuff really came out except on seven inch um but you know it, it was one of those like classic i mean i i don't know if you guys remember this but um there was a gag thing that went around, you know, you could determine your indie rock cred. Yeah. And, I um, that. and like one of the big questions was like, you know, do you have, you know, are most of your friends not in the city where you live? Ugh. And I, I, you know, we, we just felt more of a kinship such as it was with like, you know, scattered bands all over the place, right. which was kind of out west for Bitch Magda. I was perfectly comfortable for that. Um, how'd you end up here? Uh, uh, just I because it's New York because it's New York yeah. and it's like, never sleep. I, I, I don't I mean, like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it it just seemed like I I don't know why. Right. Really. I mean, Bitch Magnet was gonna move here, um, and then they briefly kicked me out of the band, and I moved here anyway. Uh-huh. I, I I mean, I can't really explain. And then they asked me back, even though the band wasn't based here. It was sure. It was one of those. I, I, it was a long time ago. Yeah. I just got out of school. I yeah. love being able to say that. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and so, and where did you, where'd you play when you, what was going, what were the clubs in? Vineland, right um, uh, CBGB, Knitting Factory, yeah. Brownies, uh-huh. uh, nothing in Brooklyn at that point. Right. Um, wetlands occasionally uh, would put yes. on a decent build. That, um, Get on a hardcore matinee at the Wetlands. Yeah. Or like, or like we do like, we'll do a matinee of like us weird, like right. mid twenties rock bands in New York and right. five people will show up because it's Easter. Um, right. And, uh. <laughs> I think the salmon was bewildered because we didn't have any pot. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there, there'd be one-offy kind of places like the Space at Chase. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't Gigi Allen play his last show there? Gigi Allen played his last show at the gas, gas station, station, which he, wasn't really a venue yeah. um, per se, right. unless you were Gigi Allen. Yeah. I mean, there they, they were places that we were kind of well, too He wasn't really a musician, so it all worked out. <laughs> he wasn't, he or wasn't really anything that well, we he, should he, care he, about. Yeah, no, I think he played there. I think in that, that you know, he, he's got he's got his, uh, a lot of his songs chase. are surprisingly poppy. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah, I'm surprised I actually heard them. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, I don't like Gigi at all. Uh, 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 well, I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't. It's not something that I feel oh, strongly when about. We have, when we have the rotting corpse of Gigi Allen on the show to defend <laughs> when, himself, when Merle or Dino, the naked drummer, shows up to slit my throat. Um, uh, was it cooler around then? No. What do you mean cooler? The, the cooler. Remember that place. Oh, the oh, oh, the cooler. Yeah, the cooler yeah, was the actually that, that. That was the cooler was kind of great. I liked um, the cooler. I really Orchid liked the cooler. The cooler. I really liked the cooler. Show. But I mean, I never played a show where there were more than twenty people at the no, cooler. Mm-hmm. There was never and anyone there. But there was, it was, there a great was place. really never anyone. And like, and the, and the guy running it was great, and he kept letting. I was like, they're like, hey, I know this fucked up band from Richmond that that no one's gonna come <laughs> see, but we want to play with them. And you're like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, that's great. You know, <laughs> eventually, kind of caught on to us. But um, no, the cooler was absolutely there, yeah. and that, that that was that was another place. Uh, so. Oh, and uh, and um, sideshows by the seashore. That was the one venue uh, on the boardwalk of Cody Island. Oh, really? Yeah, that that was great. Every summer, um, about three or four summers, and that that was a really great place. Or did you get people there? People Actually, shockingly, yes. I guess um, people maybe who like live in that area don't want to travel. For, no, I mean, it, not, it was, not people that, would not that they as won't crazy as land. the sounds. No, people would come and, and make the trek. Like oh. it, it just became a thing because, like you know, you make oh, a you night out of it. Day, you go, yeah. you. You almost get, um, you know, like food poisoning, eating or eating clams at Nathan's. Exactly. They had this amazing go kart track, and the go karts <laughs> didn't have governors; so you could really fly. Perfect. Um, and like they would let you go for like twenty minutes. And it was, it, and, and you'd ride, you know, you'd ride the roller coaster right before your set, so you'd right. go on stage all freaked out and adrenalized. Sure. It was, it was really great. It was and, really uh, great. Anything from the Vineland days uh, of note uh, for the uh, in term that would make the uh, the annals of worst gigs oh. per, per se. God. Oh yeah. Well, there was the one where um, I was. Um, I, I we, we played a show in Pittsburgh, uh, and um, I was coming off a really bad week, a couple of weeks personally, because um, it was one of those idiot post collegiate things where like your ex girlfriend ends up with a friend of yours, and you can't deal with it, even though sure. she's your ex girlfriend, and in fact you you like ran screaming from the relationship. <laughs> right. 
So I was but having it still a rough week. You off oh no, I was lot. really, I was really pissed off. I was really upset, like you know, I like wasn't sleeping all that like sure. crazy post adolescent shit. But I was like, <laughs> all right, this sucks, but we're gonna play the show in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is always a good town, and like it's gonna be great. I'm gonna like I'm gonna catharsize. It's gonna be a great show. So no catharsis, really a bad show. And um, we, I go backstage, and um, there's a wall there. Mm-hmm. And I decided it'd be a good idea if I punched it really hard. <laughs> so, I, so I did that. <laughs> right-handed. Ooh. And it was, it was like, it wasn't enough. So then I did it lefty. And that was actually a really big problem. And I was like, oh, that, yeah. And um, so I, I had to go get ice. And um, like two days after I got home, it still wasn't quite working. And I went to see the doctor. He was like, yeah, you, you broke your knuckle. Oh. Yeah. So how was, uh, how was playing that night? Um, didn't, well, that, that, that was after the oh, show. Oh, after the show. Okay, after okay, the show. okay, okay, yeah. okay. I was like, but, but, we, but we were, we were about, um, a month uh, from going on a tour and uh, <laughs> I, I just sit the guys down. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but um, we're not playing this <laughs> tour. So the um, tour, kibosh on the tour. Yes. So it was, it was sort of a worst show ever from the, from the post aspects of it. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a stupid way to break your hand and I should know cause I've broken both hands doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It got speed to you, Josh. So they've got it. So, so start kicking next. Just <laughs> work on them feet. <laughs> so move, moving forward now, the, the stint in Don Cab mm-hmm. had to have been pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I, it was. It was actually great because, um, and I'm not trying to be facetious, but like you know, the, it was a, it was it was a really weird band where people actually came out to see you. Like you know, with, with wait, the, wait, wait, what? I know exactly. Um, like, like with Bitch Magnet, we were always kind of touring. With, with Bitch Magnet, we were always touring with material that hadn't come out yet. So even if sure. there were records out, we were always playing new stuff and there was a bit of bewilderment. You know, like the, the last tours did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Don Cab, there was like, you know, like we, like they, they got even bigger after like I did the, like whatever the 15 shows I did with them. But, mm-hmm. you know, the knitting factor would be basically sold out. Um, I think I saw one. There'd be, I I there'd, one of those. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I had long hair, so I looked very different. Um, and the, those shows. Oh, then it were, wasn't them. Okay. <laughs> those shows were actually, um, you know, they were, they were pretty great. I mean, there, there was, um, you know, there, there, there were some tensions within the band, but they were. Sure. I found them to be much less cracked up in reality than what I'd been led to believe. Yeah. You know, there, there were a couple there, of their personalities. Their a little bit bigger than. Well, I mean, at least as I experienced it. And right. like, I, I mean, I consider them all, you know, friends. I mean, sure. it, it, it was, it was a pain in the ass. Like, you know, I left my camera on their van while I was driving with my girlfriend. And when it came back, there were a lot of pictures of people's like butt cracks and dicks. Sounds about know, right. But, um, it's got to be done. It's it, just tour. It, well, I understand that. And you're yeah, like, thank God they didn't get rid of the pictures I took of <laughs> yes, my butt crack. Exactly. Be you. Everything <laughs> checks out. It does. It um, does. It does. But so, I'm, I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's understandable because I, it, it sounds like you're, you know, you're going from, you know, touring and touring and touring and, you know, constantly kind of hoping people are there. You know, people will be there. But like you said, like either you're kind of sabotaging yourself because you're playing new stuff while they're expecting the old stuff. <laughs> and like they're there, but like they're kind of bewildered. I mean, right. Bitch Magnet actually do um, really well in Europe. Like That's great. But uh, so you didn't have to for those shows at least you weren't you weren't were oh my god are there going to be people here oh no 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 you know your Europe we did we did, we from the get go we got really good press in Europe and like you know the last headlining show we did in London like you know there were a thousand people there and um, I broke Amazing. I broke two strings on the first song not Perfect. a good feeling <laughs> yeah and then, by the way that that was the first show after our gear got ripped off so it was, it was all borrowed gear and um, they're actually stage divers it was very sweet that um, is great yeah, it was good uh, it was good when you were it, when you were. Uh, with Bitch Magnet and Don Cab, uh, were you having to crash at people's places? Yes. Yes. Well, actually, wait. Let, let, let me let me let me let me um, let me kind of refine that. Sure. Um, in Europe, uh, Bitch Magnet got hotels because yeah. I mean that's that's how they did it right. in Europe, except for the UK where you were crashing in various. That's, Europe. That's still the is, way it works. Yeah, the best place to tour, except for the UK, because they pee on you the whole time. Pretty They're much. Just like, Although par- paradoxically, literally, and paradoxically, yes. I mean, like you know, we've done this twice now. I mean, like we we just do well in the UK. I yeah. Mean, and uh, well enough that like, okay, we're grown men. We'll take less money sure. out of the guarantee and we'll get a couple of hotel rooms because yes. it's really because you get to that certain point where you, you don't want to sleep on the diary I'm just not going to I'm actually not going to do it I'm yeah. really not going to do it anyway I'm sorry which is the hard which else is the hardest part and I'm sure yeah as you just said as you get older mm-hmm. and playing shows it gets yeah. worse where it's just like immediately there's not even a thought 
It's not even even your friend's apartment. It's like, yeah. well, maybe I won't even sleep on your couch. I could get a hotel room. Well, I, I think you know, you, you might if if you're going really deep into America, you might go like into like smaller cities like you know, I don't know, Champaign, Illinois, or sure. Pittsburgh, where people actually own houses. Yes, and they might have a guest room. Except right. at this point, they probably have kids, so forget it. You know? yeah. So there's, there's no, literally diarrhea. And yeah, there's yeah. literally <laughs> diarrhea, and there's no extra rooms. You know, yes. um, so but yeah, and Coptic light. Um, in Japan, we we had hotels, and oh well, let me rephrase that. In Japan, the three of us had a hotel room, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. Um, and you know, the, the few shows in uh, uh, America we did where it's but we did crash on floors, right. but it was it was you know it wasn't like a six week tour of doing that. I mean, I guess that's something actually we should semi clear up for the listener. We should clear uh, up, for the but because we it's it's come up where you know I think people don't realize uh, too, like you know you you tour America most of the time. You're you're getting your gig, like you're not mm-hmm. getting covered. You tour Europe, they're giving yeah. you food, yeah, 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 they're yeah, giving you a nice. place to stay, oh, they're yeah. giving you breakfast and dinner. Yeah, no, it's really great, uh, and then it's insane. Like sometimes you've got to play a little bit longer than you want to play because they're your. Oh, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, or, I, I think <laughs> well for Orchid, I guess it's probably terrible. Orchid played in Switzerland, yeah. one band, yeah. us. And they want us to play for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Our set list was like yeah. a mile long. Wait, 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 you guys did like a 15, 20 minute set, basically? Uh, usually we would play 15, yeah, almost yeah. 20. And well, we had to. I was wondering what a band like The Locust did. Because, I mean, it's like. You, yeah. You, you we, I mean, even Orca jammed. Yeah. Like we did one song where I think we might have jammed a song out for a while. <laughs> like just because we're like, I don't know, I've got to pad it. Oxford Collapse oh. had a similar experience playing at uh, Tufts University. Uh-huh. For the, they had their annual spring fling outside. Yeah. Right. And they had. A, a, a smaller stage next to the big stage and we played in between every bit like we played first oh my so you're doing four sets we're doing four Wait, sets what okay. so basically like it's, 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 it's like like the Beatles on the Reaper um, um, the Beatles who I don't like in a previous episode in a previous episode this mythology of playing multiple Black Flag played six sets one <laughs> yeah. night we gotta get ready for the second set what the fuck is but then I realized yeah so there was it was a stage it was literally adjacent to the big stage and let's it was like Spoon was headline <laughs> actually no Ti was headline oh, the sense. rapper Ti yeah, was headline with you uh, yeah of course <laughs> so we played first with you're auto tuning this entire thing right? exactly <laughs> play for twenty minutes then you know uh, uh, Spoon goes on uh, then we play again oh, we did this a couple times of course Ti is 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 late. Wow, and wow, so, wow. so we're we keep getting from like the girl on the side of the stage, you know, keep playing, <laughs> yeah, keep playing. Yeah. So now we're just blatantly playing songs again, right? You know, and 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 it had rained. So how long? How long did you? Play? I, we, I mean, all told, we probably played for close to two. If you combine all the times, maybe. So well, the first college gig that might not have paid off completely. Well, what would you like? Well, just no, by the hour? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, because of course the the college paycheck, as we've <laughs> yeah, also right. talked about, more than makes up for. Well, it, that's yes. the thing. It's like, well, the crowd's probably going to suck but well what was cool about we'll be able to steal a lot of food why why it doesn't uh, count as a worst gig ever is because there was like a huge rainstorm I think the night before so it was all muddy so it was like a mini Woodstock 94 with like all the kids were drunk Saturday (laughs) afternoon they're throwing mud at each other they don't they don't know who the fuck we are or anything I bet it it wasn't really you know Woodstock 94 was that the one with the riot or uh no that's that's Woodstock 99 actually that was the one I went you went Oh, I went to Woodstock '94. Oh, I wanted to go. Oh, so that that was when people were throwing mud that at was uh, Green, Green Day. Day. Yeah. Yes. If you, uh, but if, I endorse the no, sentiment. Obviously, if you, uh, you went for Primus. I went for Primus. <laughs> and if you if you go uh the my parents taped the pay per view the whole time. So if we go to your parents, but you house. can if you go to my parents' house, you find that VHS. You'll see me moshing at one point right? during those damn blue collared tweakers. I'm so wearing like a lacrosse for, for what for what for Primus a Primus. A pork, a pork so soda. you really are you were you really were going for oh, Primus? Oh, I was very big. No wait. I did sure you, did and then you, I walked through pricker bushes to get to Nine Inch Nails. Pricker Mind you, also, this, this, speak. this hit in the like two months I smoked weed in life, oh, so it all worked out. But um, wait, did you buy a ticket or do you like get in free? Because at some point they opened it. Oh no, no, we went. We bought tickets. We bought tickets. Yeah, my brother. I, I think I think people. I think Garlock would be law abiding on that. Yes, yeah. no, I, a young Garlock. Without, without the pot, forget about the pot. It's also it's like two dudes. It's like maybe we'll like drive all the way there and maybe we'll sneak in. I mean, that's just like too complicated. Yeah, no, I was a little kid. I was a little boy. But the whole point, this tangent came off of the fact that there was a big 
big discrepancy between touring in Europe, even as like yes. a lower mid-level band, you get treated, the continent that is, you get right. treated very well, mm-hmm. your accommodations are taken care of, your meals are taken care of, the UK that is not the case. UK is a at little least bit rough. When you're, when you're in, our, in, in our case, being a support band, right. you get paid $100 US a night and Ooh. good luck to you guys. And in the states, Ooh. it's it's kind of it's every man for himself. Kind in of our idea. case, in the UK, doing three weeks when you're supposed to do three days. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Panthers. A, oh. <laughs> every single gig was terrible, a terrible, a terrible. You, you, wait, you did three? Oh, we did wow. three weeks. Oh, wow. That was the first tour. That's Justin Chernow, guitarist of Panthers, ever drove a van because we had to. <laughs> By the way, that's terrifying. Yes, that's exactly. terrifying because yeah. he was the only one who knew how to work stick. We had fired our driver because he was too drunk to drive most of the time. And he later I, I do remember hearing that. Right? And he ended up committing suicide. Oh, no, that, that, wow, that's, that, that, that's was, really funny. Not because he was later. fired. Real hilarious, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you shouldn't have made him commit suicide. Yes. Uh, I do kind of blame myself a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, and we were there for three weeks. Wait, what time of year? Uh, it, was, it was fall. Um, uh, it might be possible. It was right when like the Brooklyn boom was happening. Oh, so and so like, like they brought us over like, oh, maybe they'll be the next yeah, yeah, yes. And we weren't. No, no, uh, no. You, yeah. you were, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> to us when we were playing every bar fly uh, in the UK and, and uh, Wales. Uh, terrible. I'm going to write a book on it one day. The worst, worst tour ever. Well, we, we had a, we, we had a show, Bitch Magnet had a show in a, uh, fishing village in the north called Hebden Bridge. Uh-huh. And it was, it was one of the first shows. It was actually the first or second show after my gear was ripped off. So they showed up, um, like they had a local guitar for me, which was one of those bizarre, mutant local guitar <laughs> even better it was like one of those like weird made in japan ones from the late 60s right. that had like eight effects built into it <laughs> right. so like it like it had like a siren effect you know which I, I figured out how to work halfway through and it was kind of an awful gig but we were playing to like eight weirdly incredibly excited um bitch magnet fans and like a bunch of old men drinking at the bar like eating like sardine sandwiches <laughs> and you know it was it was awful like you know we were we were broke we were freaked out we did all our you know gear ripped off we had money ripped off your right. shirts ripped off but it was it was kind of awesome you know I yeah mean, and uh then then we stayed on the floor of this guy's house and you know his dad yelled at us that night and then he made us a lovely breakfast the next day i mean it was uh, nice english breakfast it was nice english breakfast oh, they're the best. so were there moments i mean because you were you were pretty young then when you were touring yeah i was 22 bitch, with bitch for the last bitch manager i mean were, did you get to point because uh, i'm thinking at that time you know you're so yeah it's all new experience this is great there's a novelty to all this stuff yeah were there times though where you're just like fuck this shit i don't the, why am i or in any I mean, of the, the, the general right. feeling um the, the the last pitch magnetor was was awful for a lot of like it, it, the band wasn't work out interpersonally. I knew it was ending. And I was sad about that. Um, and it was just kind of like, you know, um, when you pull up to a youth squat mm-hmm. in the middle of Germany that's unheated and there's dog shit on the floor, and you want them to turn the heat on, but then you realize if they turn the heat on, the dog shit's going to melt and get everywhere. You yes. know that. that, that does kind of suck and, and so by the way crushed. and your drummer that very night that drummer um is skateboarding with a beer in his hand and he just he falls off the skateboard but he doesn't want to let go of the beer naturally so it, it breaks in his hand and it opens up a huge gash yeah you're kind of like this sucks but at the same time you know it wasn't like oh i'm gonna go home and like like go back to my job because i was like i'd just been out of college so this right. is kind of it um so no there, there was there was the last vineland tour i kind of did feel that way just because um one of the guitarists quit halfway through. And when was this? And how? Old this was, was 1995. I was 27. Um, the drummer was 21, uh, and the guitarist was 22. The drummer was Jerry Fuchs, who later got famous and passed away. Um, mm-hmm. And the guitarist was Fred Weaver. Fred quit halfway through the tour, although he finished the tour. And it was just, it was just a really bad tour. Um, right. It was a month. Uh, the attendance was minuscule. We weren't getting along. I, I was, I, and I was making the mistake of taking that incredibly personally because it was theoretically my band, and um, mm-hmm. so. That did kind of suck, and I did come home, and like I was looking forward to coming home and like going back to something resembling a normal life, right? Getting a job, but all of the times, no. I mean, like there were some really, really dark moments on the Bitch Magnet tour, but it wasn't like I had anything in particular to come home to. Like, sure, I had a girlfriend, and she was going to be there, and you know, whatever. You know? Yeah. So, and I think that's um, but, part I, but of I was it. but I was you brought up a really good point. I was twenty two. It was so novel, and like you know, when you're 22 and you're a musician, at least I was like, that's all I wanted to do. Right. I was like, I'm gonna go back to New York and start another band. It wasn't like I'm gonna go back to New York and like go to law school and fuck this. I hate it. Right. But yeah, because it's like what uh, it, there is that of you know what else? Like you, 
you get used to it too. You know, yeah. you, you get used to this is just the world. Like it, it, it is a different world. Yeah. You're on tour and you're just like you're living this crazy thing nomadic lifestyle and it's kind of great yeah Even when it sucks it's kind of great i mean it, it wears on you after a while and i mean you know i'm taking a very long time to answer your question but like you know friends of mine and bands would like you know break up they'd be older they'd be 30 right. or whatever and be like Wait, dude, dude you guys are awesome you're das Damen, you know right. how can you break up and you know and i'd hear back like well you know when you realize that you're touring through the same clubs over and over again yes and like the same people are at the shows and it's like you're not generating new fans. You're yeah, and, and after a while, it's just people. like, okay, so what? Realistically, what am I? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. When I was in Beach Magnet, I was far too young to have that sure. experience. So, but then uh, there was a a, a a period of time. Was it after Finland where you did just you you, you kind of stop playing music uh, in a all right, we're going for it kind of sense. Yeah, and get that job and kind of like well you know you you become you know for good or real you become a grown-up um the credit card debt that you've been piling on (laughs) in your 20s as well as the irs debt that you haven't paid you know it doesn't go away (laughs) starts to catch Um, up i'm I'm not i'm not being facetious um so like i i knew that uh coptic light was a band that was gonna have to exist within the context of like having a job and you know having some semblance of grown-up reality i mean i was i was 32 years old when that band started it was time you know i was I I I'd kind of gone until the age of thirty two without having a real proper hard and fast job, right? And it was time. I yeah, I don't have any regrets. The band was a great experience. You know, we got to go to Japan, and mm-hmm. um, I I I was finally I was over the idea of doing you know like a six week van tour of the U S. and crashing on people's yeah. I, I was kind of past it. Yeah, it took and it took a very long time. Yeah, I mean it. Took, I was well into my thirties before I sure I, that that hit me. Uh, yeah. I mean, same here. Yeah, the allure just all of a sudden dissipates, and you start to realize, like, oh, maybe I could, you know, be happy just doing a weekend here. Maybe. Yeah, it's like, weird, right? Most. And I mean, like, and and you know, you, there's some. You do feel like you're half-assing it a little bit, but right. you gotta. Right. <laughs> this, yeah. this, this just got really depressing. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, 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 where's Gigaver? Um, did you did you say dissipate? He said say did I dis- use the word? Said, like, or something. I love doing it. You know it's my consistent. You do words completely Let's wrong. Let's bring it back up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did Panthers ever? Did we play together? I don't Coptic? think we did. I don't think we ever I did. Think we ever did. That seems very because you guys, you guys were really doing it. You were like you know yeah we're doing two weeks in Canada. I'm like wow. Send yes. us a postcard from Winnipeg. We were very much well, doing Well, it. great. You should have. I mean, that that's awesome. You got to do that. To bring it back on the Justin hopeful Justin maybe should have. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back on the hopeful, like, so, so I mean, tomorrow, all tomorrow's parties ask Bitch yeah. Magnet to, to reunite. Uh, I mean, outside of that, though, what makes you continue to either, you know, create music in whatever capacity you're doing uh, and still find, like, enjoyment in it? For you personally, like, where, where's, why are you still doing yeah. this now? Oh God! I mean, like, the, the, there's no way to answer that without feeling, without it sounding cheesy. But I mean, the, there, there's nothing. Get cheesy. Sure, there's nothing quite like the fix in the rush of like right. of playing live. And both of you guys nodded your head as soon as I said that. Yes. So I know. And you know, it can be awful. It, it can be terrifying. Um, you know, weird things happen. Um, I'd gotten to the point in Coptic Light where I stopped getting nervous before I went on stage with the Bitch Magnet shows. I was really, sure, really fucking nervous. Right. Um, but. You know, and there's just the, the whole build of the day, like the inversion of the day. You're peaking at midnight. You know, mm-hmm. the adrenaline pump starts turning on at three in the afternoon. You can't go to sleep. And, um, you know, we did, Bish Magnet did, I don't know, like, I can't remember the number, like six or seven shows in the UK and Europe in December. Mm-hmm. I think we were in the van for a little bit. And I mean, granted, we were not in the van for a month. Um, we were staying in hotels, you know, um, occasionally had my own room. But it was awesome. I mean, it was it was really fun, and yeah. it was like you know going from town to town and meeting people and hearing them say incredibly kind things. I mean, it's just great. Yeah, I, I think it's. I'm gonna start crying any second. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, no, it's art true. noise. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I, I agree. I, I think that's the thing. It's it's. I, I know for me, whenever I play a show now, either going to load up whatever, I stare at that equipment. I'm just like fucking hell, man. I have to lift you again, you disgusting piece of heavy piece of shit. Uh, and it's you every, can go wireless. Why are you every so second, cool? Every second, getting up to the stage, I'm thinking, "Ugh, goddamn!" Should have got a line six, right? Exactly. Should have got a pod. Why am I not playing through a pod? Because like, they suck. Guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but then the thing, yeah. And then there is that moment, and it's you get up there and you you still remember. Oh yeah, 
this is why I've always played music. This is why I like music. And like you said, I know for me, like, you know, when I do comedy, I get really stressed. Like playing music, I don't. It, I I'm like, yeah, well, no, well this there, is there, there's the solo thing versus the ensemble right. thing. There, sure. There's the hiding behind the instrument and the volume right. thing, and um, and I think you know it, it. It's only like musician dorks like us that notice a lot of mistakes that actually right. happen unless it's really blatant. Yeah. Yes, um, I would like to say um, um, I'm working on a book right now for Viking that actually covers a lot of the material we're talking about. Um, Great, really? Yes, it's true. Um, you can just give us awesome. a credit for this. I will give you a credit. Uh, yeah, and, is it exclusive? Uh, well, it was, yeah, no, it's exclusive. It's, 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 it's exclusive. Awesome. <laughs> um, it was already written about, but it's it's a podcast yeah, exclusive. It's the best. <laughs> and uh, the working title is "Your Band Sucks." That All is right. fantastic. Uh, I'm looking forward. That to is great. Congratulations yeah. well, on that. I didn't it, know about it's, that. It's, um, I'm still writing it, so it's probably. I mean, it's seriously a couple years from coming out. But, sure. Um, but I'm, I've been, I've been I'm thinking about a lot of this stuff. Forward yeah. to reading. Thank that. you. Thank you. Uh, you're a wonderful man, John. Fine. Oh, I want to hear stop, more you guys. Well, wait, 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 we got it. We, yes. we, we wrap up with our final question. Right. I'm ready. Of the nights. <laughs> I looked outside. It's not night. Go on. <laughs> what do you think of the word gig? gig. Uh, it's a rough one, isn't it? Right. Yeah. But it, it, okay. Here's the here's the thing. It's a rough one, but it like it comes out of your mouth like day gig. You yeah. know, like you know, what's his gig during the week? And right. it's it's, hey, it's, it's really rough. I mean, it's short. You yeah. know, yeah. it's hard to misspell. Um, but it's one of those things like. Certain words stick because there's no other real good word for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can say show. Yeah. That's what I, that's we, what we, we do prefer show. show. Yeah, I show. prefer show. Like we concert, prefer show, but, but if you say gig, it's Concert's made. It's, 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 you yeah, know, it's, show it's is coptic life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gig <laughs> is, you know, something incredible string cheese incident. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, would, I would even go that. I think bar band's gig. It, yeah, yeah. Incredible yeah, string cheese incident is concert. Yeah, actually. Give it up to those guys. Give it up to the cheese. Yeah. Um, you know the Blue Bloods or some like bar band. <laughs> they're gigging. Yeah, they're gigging. They, 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 gig hard. they gig. They gig a few times you're a week. You're playing at the Bagot Inn. You're yeah. gigging. Yes, exactly. I, For the I listener, the Bagot Inn is a, a venue in New York's Greenwich Village. Does it still exist? Because Kenny's Castaways just closed. Did uh, uh, end of an era. R.I.P. Yeah. Kenny's Castaways. End of an era. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so John, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This great being here. This has been great. Thank you for having me. And listen, I really hope you get home safe. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Worst gig ever. Ever. ever.